change your mind, and you'll change everything. Welcome to Nathan's School of Thought. Hello, my friends. You know, I was just thinking about how cold it is outside, and I'm kind of anxious to go out and get on my bike. So some of you probably know already, if you've listened to this podcast, you do know that I have a nice big Harley Davidson that I like to ride out on the road. It's part of their touring series. It's a street glide with a tour pack and stuff on it. So that means I can go on really long trips on the freeway or on highways, winding through the forest. And it's absolutely beautiful. It's comfortable. It's smooth. It's not quiet, but I'm not trying to be quiet. I like having other cars here that I'm there so that they don't run over me. And it's just a fantastic experience. For several years, I was scared to death of motorcycles, but finally decided to go take a riding class and learn a little bit about what was going on, thinking that it would prove therapeutic to me to ride on a winding road through a forest on a nice Harley. Turns out it is therapeutic. In fact, there are studies that have been done that show that cortisol, which is a stress hormone, can drop by about 29% when riding on a big touring bike. So that's kind of a big deal. But here's the problem. That bike, empty, weighs 840 pounds. If you tip that thing over, you're going to have a hard time picking it up, even if you're my size. 840 pounds is quite a lot. Put me on top of it, now you're over 1,000 pounds. Put my wife and some luggage on the back, you're 1,200 pounds, and that seems like a lot to manage. In learning to ride a bike like that, we can't do what we normally do on a bicycle. On a bicycle, if you want to turn right, you simply lean to the right and use your own body weight to help move the bicycle that direction and then turn the front wheel to the right and follow it around the corner. On a big, heavy bike like mine, centrifugal force from the wheels and the gyroscope effect make that bike want to go straight, period. You want to turn? You can throw your body around all you want, and you might feel a little wobble, but it's not going to turn. You have to use some learned techniques to get the bike to turn. One is called counter steer. If I want to turn right, I turn the wheel ever so slightly to the left. If I'm sitting upright on a motorcycle and I turn the wheel to the left at any significant speed, well, even when I'm almost stopped, it's going to throw the weight of the bike to the right. And then I turn the front wheel to the right and follow it around the curve. It sounds really strange, but it works. It works beautifully and smoothly, so much so that I can take a nice, beautiful curve at 60 miles an hour on that bike by just applying a little bit of pressure with my pointy finger. Perfect. And now, what about when I'm making a turn, maybe at low speed, and I have to turn nice and sharp? If I'm going 10 miles an hour and I make a sharp turn, maybe I'm trying to do a U-turn in a parking lot. I might look over my shoulder. If I look at the ground to make sure that I don't hit it, the bike will tip over. In the class that I took learning to ride, it was a very strange thing. It felt awkward to do what I was instructed to do, which was, if I'm turning, say, to the right, 
I look over my shoulder to the right, but never drop my chin down. I only look where I intend to go. That means that if I intend to do a U-turn, I'm going to crane my head clear around till I can see where I wish to come out of the turn, but never drop my chin. I don't look at the ground. I must look at where I'm going. It feels really scary at first because I think, no, I need to look down and see what I'm doing. And it's strange to not look at my own hands or my feet or where my pegs are. or Maybe they're going to scrape on the ground. But once you practice it enough, you simply turn your head, look where you're going, and it feels like the bike is just following it around the corner. It's just following your gaze. It's the only way to control a bike that size successfully. Good riders and competitive riders know this and they use it all the time. The combination of counter-steer, knowing how to balance the bike, knowing how to get it to move not with your own body weight, but by using time-tested techniques, really works. Turning to look where I'm actually trying to go is the answer. Looking down at what I'm afraid of hitting will cause the bike to tip over. Now, you didn't think this was a Harley podcast, did you? Now, this podcast is about anxiety. So here's the thing that's interesting to consider. Did you know all anxiety stems from focusing on what we don't want? Think about that for a minute. All anxiety comes from focusing on what we don't want. If you're anxious about your health, if you're anxious about your children, if you're anxious about your job, if you're anxious about the state of the economy, if you're anxious about earthquakes, if you're anxious about the sky falling, it doesn't matter what it is, big or small. Anxiety stems from focusing on what we don't want. But the reverse is also true. Focusing on what we do want is the answer to anxiety. I think it's more effective than anything I've ever found. You want to be rid of anxiety? Even if it takes some practice and some work? Focus on what you want. Now, I said this to somebody recently and they said, that's not right. That can't be right because if you focus on what you want, you're being selfish. No, we're not talking about greed. I'm not saying I want a bunch of money. I want a bunch of this. I want a bunch of that in a way that's greedy and means that I want it at the expense of someone else. But if I want to be healthy and I focus on it, there's a good likelihood that I will pursue the path that leads to it. In fact, one of my favorite quotes is, happiness is the object and design of our existence and will be the end thereof if we pursue the path that leads to it. If I'm anxious about my health and I focus on what I want, good health, deep breathing, regular exercise, and weight loss, I'm likely to pursue the path that leads to it, and the result will be improved health. If I'm anxious about all the bad things going on in the world, and I want to be happy about all the good things going on in the world, I will probably pursue the path that leads to it. I will bias myself toward finding those things that are virtuous, lovely, of good report, or praiseworthy. 
If I'm anxious about my children and focus on what I want instead of focusing on what I don't want, I might want children who are loving, kind, helpful, well-adjusted, strong, determined, etc., and I am likely to pursue the path that leads to it. I will set an example of strength, confidence, determination. I will encourage them in every good thing they do. I will cheer them on when I can and show them love when they stumble. If I'm anxious about my own safety, I can focus on what I don't want or what I want. If I focus on what I want, I will learn how to be safe. I will learn how to protect my home and myself. I will learn how to drive well. Unless you live in the state where I live, and then you won't learn to drive well at all. That's a whole other conversation. I will learn how to drive carefully. I will learn how to be safe on a motorcycle or a bicycle. I will learn about personal safety, self-defense, maybe concealed carry. I will learn about a great many things that help me focus on what I want. What do I want? I want to feel safe. I want to feel capable. What do I want for my children? I want courage, health, strength, happiness. I want love. What do I want as far as my financial health goes? Well, I can focus on the possibility of calamity, or I can focus on what I want. If I want to be financially independent and I pursue the path that leads to it, that's where I will end up. If I want to be out of debt, I'll learn how to be out of debt. I'll listen to Dave Ramsey for a while. If I want to pay things off quickly, I'll find a way to pay things off quickly. If I want to improve my job situation, I'll focus on how to improve my job situation. If I want additional skills that will qualify me for higher pay, I will pursue the additional skills. Or I can marinate in misery, worrying about the state of the world, the bad things that could happen, the dangers all around me, my personal safety, my health, what if I have a heart attack? What if one of my kids gets hurt? What if the, the economy collapses? What if there's an earthquake? What if my house burns down? I can do that. I can do that until I die. In fact, scientifically and statistically, the likelihood of those bad things happening increases when you focus on what you don't want. So, I leave off as I began, sort of. I leave off as I began halfway through this, after telling the story of the motorcycle. If you want to turn a corner in your life, look at where you want to go and keep your chin up. If you want to be rid of anxiety, focus on what you want, and then pursue the path that leads to it. You will find in a very short time that your confidence increases, your strength increases, your endurance increases, and your happiness increases. You'll wonder how you ever lived with fear, worry, anxiety, and frustration plaguing you every day. So get out. Learn the techniques. Look where you really want to go. Now, if I can help you with this, I'm happy to do so. I have a number of wonderful tools at my disposal, and I'm certified in some things that might be very, very helpful if you want to pursue a deeper discussion about this, you can always go to my website at natewalkercoaching.com and in the contact area, tell me what you're interested in. I will help you. I want to help you. For right now, it's time to get started. Learn how to ride that bike. 
the one that carries you on beautiful trips and shows you beautiful vistas because you know how to control it and manage it, even with the push of a finger. It works. I promise. We'll talk again soon. (laughs) 